0: Welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast featuring unique and interesting stories that are inspired by true and personal events. Some are thinking, why should I listen to this podcast? Well, to be perfectly honest, who better to tell a story than the person that wrote it? And in this case, that writer is me, your host, George Walters. With that, let's get started. Hi folks, how y'all making out these days? With this virus among us I know it isn't all that easy, but in saying that, I also know that we humans have a way of adapting, and with the help of modern science and doing the right things, things will work out, eventually. Anyways, lately I've been getting emails asking me of what took place other than being on the farm, like what did I do for excitement after I left the farm? Was I like every other young feller? Well, as Mother Nature cannot be tamed or coaxed into a sunny day, neither can a young man not want to test the waters of life. Actually, there were lots of things I enjoyed doing in my younger days, or throughout my life for that matter, some more than others, and some, well, I probably should have left alone. But for most parts, no matter what I did or got myself into, it seemed that I always came out with a bit more than I went in with. And to me, that is what life is all about. An example? Hmm, let's see. Well, one that comes to mind is what a friend that owned a bar told me a long time ago relating to how alcohol works on a young mind, which I had back then. Goes something like this. George, the human brain can only operate as fast as the slowest brain cells. We also know that drinking alcohol kills brain cells. This is where it gets interesting, as now comes science. It has shown us that alcohol attacks the slowest and the weakest brain cells first. Let me say that again. It attacks the slowest and the weakest brain cells first. So, in theory, for those that can, a regular c- consumption of alcohol, in moderation of course, should eliminate the weaker brain cells. So in theory, for those that can, a regular consumption of alcohol, in moderation of course, should eliminate the weaker brain cells, making the brain a faster and more efficient machine. So now sit back and enjoy that bottle of beer I just sent in front of you. You know, I wasn't 100% sure that what he said was fact or he was just making it up, but I did do what he said in part. I enjoyed the beer he bought for me. So with that, let's get into the story I've lined up for you today. It's called, Places of Enjoyment. One thing that the United States did have, and still has a few of today, are the small bars and pubs and coffee shops. Canada had some that were similar back when, but nothing compared at that time to what the United States had to offer. When I was young, I enjoyed the smaller places more than the large establishments as when you walked into a smaller place, in most instances, they made you feel at home. Something like the classic A&W drive-in restaurants I used to go to. What could be more enticing than pulling up to a parking lot, getting waited on by a good-looking gal through your driver's side window, and chowing down on a burger right there in your car? Not much, and I sure miss them days. One bar I used to go to in Sarasota, Florida, in the 60s and early 70s, was owned by Bud and B. They were both really good friends of mine and lived right next to our cottage. B, Bud's wife, worked the morning hours, mostly cleaning and getting things ready for the customers, and Bud, well, he worked the afternoon and evening hours as he enjoyed talking to folks. They had two girls that waited on you and kept you entertained with lots of chatter, Sometimes the things they said to each other put a smile on my face for the whole night. Walking in, you could either sit at a bar or pick a table with your back to the wall and with a coffee or a beer in hand, take in what went on around you. Myself, I liked to sit at a table as I found that it was an open invitation for others to stop, sit, and chat. Sitting and watching folks or. Listening to music, to me, at that time, was a great way to relax, which allowed me to enjoy things other than the normal day occurrences. It seemed that no matter how bad my day was, while at the bar, my problems just seemed to disappear. You could say it was a home away from home. or his wife, was always there for conversation if no one else was around to talk to, and my glass was always kept full be a coffee in the morning hours or a bush beer in the afternoons and evening. And you know, it was amazing how quickly time goes by in these places. When you walk in, it's lunchtime, and just after a few drinks, it's closing time. The jukebox was usually the entertainment until around 6 p.m., turning up music of all kinds. Then a small band would come in and entertain everyone for the rest of the night. Great music, too, sometimes country and western, and sometimes rock and roll of the 60s, with a few love songs thrown in for good measure, was all the gals seemed to enjoy. And the best part was, the music was loud enough that you couldn't hear anyone complain about it. To me, at that time in my life, there wasn't any place I would rather have been. The girls were easy on the eyes, and usually always friendly. Friends were made— All you wanted to drink for next to nothing, music, people talking about everything and anything, and Bud, the owner, was there to listen to all my stories brought down from Canada. Heck, what could be better than that? Well, there were a few things that I enjoyed doing after a day at Bud and B's, and what would that be? Well, I'll tell you. Usually around seven at night, I would head on back to the cottage and a few games of cards would finish off the day with my dad. A few things he enjoyed was eating out, having a drink or two with friends while sitting under a palm tree, or playing cards, crib being his favorite, and mine too. Many a night we would burn the midnight hours playing crib, solving problems, laughing, having a beer or two, and just having fun. To me, when it comes to some bars or coffee shops, It seems that many of the owners have attitudes today. You could say some are downright unsociable. When that happened, well, I just don't go back. Simple as that. It's the only answer to solving the problem. At my friend's bar, Bud, the owner, would chat for hours with me while serving others. He never ceased to amaze me, as he knew almost everyone that walked into the place. He even knew what they wanted to drink, be it a beer or how many spoons of sugar, be it if it was coffee. He remembered their problems and asked how they were doing. For those that were down and out, they never left his place hungry or thirsty. It was just his way of doing things. That was the kind of guy he was. I guess to sum things up, what I looked for was a place that offered a friendly atmosphere where you could grab a few drinks or go a lunch date with your lovely wife or friend a place to be able to sit back relax and talk about anything other than religion making money politics work or health a place you felt welcome a place you wanted to go back to other places and times i enjoyed while young hmm well i have to admit i look forward to enjoying a night out at the end of each week Something about Fridays seemed to bring out the best in people. It could be nearing the end of the week, payday, or whatever, but when Fridays arrived, to me, everyone seemed happier. A typical Friday night for me would start after work in the hotel that resided across the street from where I worked. Convenient, to say the least. A few cool draft beers or a Bacardi's and rum with some chipped ice on a warm day would start things off chatting to my favorite bartender it seemed as if that feller knew everyone and everything that was going on in town and i have to tell you i bent his ear many a night when i had no one else to chat to usually the lights were turned down low which in some instances was a good thing as some of them old-time hotels needed a few repairs not that it bothered me though but for some i suspect it would off to one end, as a night moved forward, a stage would be set up for different bands that were paid to entertain folks. They didn't get paid much, but it was a way for them to show how good they were. You could pick a table in a corner with a candle burning, and if you were lucky enough to have a beautiful gal to sit with, well, what could be better than that? I usually had one or two that enjoyed my company for the price of a drink or two. Country music was a choice of most back then, and I have to say there were a lot of great singers. And to prove it, once they played their sad songs, there wasn't a dry dry eye in the house. It was a time that acoustic instruments were without the clutter of today, a time that folks could relate to others by just listening to music, be it a city-born picker or a Dixieland country boy. They all had a talent that could captivate an audience. Some even went on to be famous. Waitresses would be at one's beckoning call at any given time, keeping the glasses full of whatever met one's fancy. Myself, I could nurse a drink for an hour if need be, as money wasn't too plentiful. But just about the time I felt I should leave, a friend would drop by my table and a few drinks would be bought. Never ceases to amaze me how quickly a friend could be made over a couple of drinks. Some good and some not so good. Certain foods were also plentiful, with pickled eggs, cabasa, pretzels and peanuts, and most sold at a fair price. The reason these were so readily available was the salt and things that were added to them. As simply put, they made a person thirsty. And, well, the hotels back then had lots to drink. I still do today, but not in the same way as years ago. Myself, I miss them Friday evenings, the bartenders, waitresses, music, but most of all, the atmosphere. Even with the smoking which was loud back then, it didn't deter me from enjoying a night out. Yes, it was a time that had, capa- had the capabilities of capturing the weary tone of a man or a woman. A time of divorce and single people outnumbered the happy married. You could say. It was a time when fantasy pointed us to reality. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changing, Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at Stories at keeping I'll say that one more time Stories at keeping I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Cast CastBox, The Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, Hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcasts, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.